0: Welcome to Discover Library and Archives Canada, your history, your documentary heritage. I'm your host, Théo Martin. Join us as we showcase treasures from our vaults, guide you through our many services, and introduce you to the people who acquire, safeguard, and make known Canada's documentary heritage. Welcome to Treasures Revealed. In this new podcast series, we'll be showcasing certain items in the Library and Archives Canada collection. Each episode will speak to a LAC employee and highlight an item that they consider a real treasure in our collection. They may be rare items, perhaps unusual or valuable, or items with historical significance Perhaps, they will have a compelling or interesting story to go along with them. More importantly, all of them will showcase our vast and rich collection that is the shared documentary heritage of all Canadians. Now, on to episode three, Keeping the Faith. Our guest for this episode is LAC archivist and past Discover Library and Archives Canada podcast host, Genevieve Morin.
1: Hi, my name is Genevieve Morin. I'm an archivist here at Library and Archives Canada. I've been here for 16 years. Currently, I work in the government records branch, and my specialty are the art collections that are produced by the government of Canada.
0: As always, during this Treasures Revealed series, our first question to our guest is, what's the item that we'll be talking about today?
1: Today I'm going to talk to you about um, the watercolour botanical studies that were done by um, an assistant botanist at the Central Experimental Farm here in Ottawa, whose name was Faith Files. Um, The first, I've chosen two. The first one is a depiction of the Scarlet Pippin apple, and it shows the apple in two separate views. One is the apple as a whole, and the second one is a slice right down the middle where we can see the flesh of the apple and its pips. The second watercolour I'd like to talk to you about today is the garnet chili potato, which although not as glamorous and beautiful as the depiction of the apple, is very special in and of itself, and I'm really excited to tell you about it.
0: Geneviève, why are these items in Lacs' collection?
1: I discovered these watercolors, actually, when I was inventorying um, government art that hadn't been completely catalogued. I was very surprised to discover that these watercolors are part of a lot of 79 illustrations uh, that were transferred to us in 1989. Um, But only three of them had ever been catalogued. So it was a joy to open up these boxes and see this treasure of color and all kinds of varieties of fruits and vegetables that we, some of them we don't even know. We don't even know today.
0: These 79 botanical illustrations that Geneviève mentions were transferred to LAC from the Department of Agriculture in 1989. We ask Geneviève why these LAC treasures are unique.
1: The items I'm talking about today are unique for so many reasons. The first one, it helps uh, demonstrate um, exactly what we're talking about when we say that LAC collects documentary art. These ones although they are quite beautiful, um, do have a scientific intention behind them. And LAC's intention in collecting art has always been to privilege information in the art over aesthetic value. So these are, although they are beautiful and they have the best of both worlds, they also tell us a lot about Canadian history and Canadian agriculture and uh, the activity of female artists. The items are also unique because they demonstrate this expertise that we wouldn't think about today. Um, Both of them date from the 1920s. The apple is from 1921 and the potato is from 1925. And a lot of people might not think of this, but color photography only came around a little later. So how did the scientists from the experimental farm communicate uh, things like um, uh, disease or the perfect coloration or or the the technical coloration for an apple or um, the the precise identification of a weed or of a seed, you needed some skilled watercolorists who could have almost, well no, it's not almost, they had scientific precision in depicting what they were studying. When we look at the Scarlet Pippin and the Garnet Chili, we quickly understand that the Government of Canada had some exceptionally gifted artists in its service. Um, We even wonder, in this specific case, if the artist's Kind of snipped away a few bristles off her brush to have a more precise point in order to achieve these fine lines. Um, you look at the texture of the potato and you see all of these little wrinkles and it's super paper fine skin and you look at the eyes of the potato and your fingers have this tactile memory you feel you could almost f- hold it in your hand and you could tell what it would feel like and she had that same precision when she's depic- depicting the skin on the apple it's got these splashes of red and these, 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 these traits of red over a, a shiny yellow background. It's, it's a scientific work. It's meant to communicate scientific information. But a lot of us would be quite happy to frame it and put it on the wall in our kitchen. It's beautiful.
0: So let's talk about the artist who painted these two works, the Scarlet Pippin Apple and the Garnet Chili Potato. Who was Faith Files? LEC is very proud to have been one of the first institutions in Canada to
1: collect women artists. And thanks to that practice, we are now the repository of an amazing collection of works of art by women who are both professionals and amateur artists. Faith Files adds to this collection of women's art because she represents professional women artists who worked for the Government of Canada, but her works will also help us better understand the role of women in science and the role of women as public servants in the early 20th century. Now, Faith Files was a woman of intellectual and artistic passion whose love of botany lasted an entire lifetime. Her father was an amateur botanist, and when Files went to the University of McGill to do her BA in the late 19th century, she had a chance to study with Carrie Derrick, who herself will become a pioneer of genetics and botany in Canada. Files was also the first woman to have the position of assistant botanist at the experimental farm here in Ottawa, and it, it wasn't a small job. She was responsible for the management of the botanical gardens and the herbarium of the dominion. She collected and identified botanical specimens, including labeling all the trees, shrubs, and perennials in the garden. And especially, she did scientific research and she published about it. She even traveled out west to do her research and collect more specimens. Files also had artistic training. So she took the initiative to do botanical studies, extremely precise botanical studies of the specimens that she collected and that she managed, and she did them in watercolour. She at first used the watercolours for her own publications and for colleagues who requested them. And very quickly, the Department of Agriculture recognized her talent and started using her watercolors in their own official publications. I was overjoyed to find a lot of these publications in the LAC
0: holdings. In 1914, Files made two research trips, the first to Western Canada and the second to New Brunswick. On her first trip, she collected nearly 800 specimens of weeds, including edible indigenous plant species. On her second trip, her research led to the identification of a new species of fungus, and she published her findings in the Wild Rice Bulletin of 1920. That same year, she also wrote and illustrated a paper on principal poisonous plants of Canada.
1: Unfortunately, she may have been a bit of a victim of her talent because... In 1919, the Civil Service Commission reclassified her position, and she went from being a botanist to an artist. She lost her title of assistant botanist, as well as her scientific responsibilities, and her salary was cut. Happily, her director eventually had some of her scientific responsibilities restored, as well as her pay, but she never had the title of assistant botanist again. It's a bit of a bittersweet end to her career that still lasted until 1931, but that's why I chose to talk about these two watercolors because they illustrate so perfectly the two loves in Faith Files' life. The apple, which is artistically beautiful and so pleasing, and the potato, which, although not glamorous and, you know, not as appealing to put on your kitchen wall, has the dedication and passion and precision of someone who is really good at her job and really wants to make sure that it has been documented well.
0: Faith Files' botanical illustrations are part of the Department of Agriculture Font at Lac. Our collection also includes publications that feature her work as well as one of her landscapes, The Gatineau Valley from Kingsmere, held in our private art collection.
1: If listeners would like to see the Scarlet Pippin and the Garnet Chili, um, I was able to have them digitized, uh, although the other the other watercolors in the boxes haven't been completely catalogued yet, uh, but you can get a little preview if, and um, they're they're searchable via our collection search. And if you just type in Scarlet Pippin, P-I-P-P-E-N, and Garnet Chili, you should be able to find them. Um, I will also tell folks that uh, the Museum of Science and Technology has a beautiful collection of Faith Files watercolors because the Science and Technology Museum has a lot of records from the experimental farm as well. Um, and you can access the digitized versions of those watercolors on the Science and Tech website.
0: If you're interested in viewing these two botanical illustrations, you can use Lax collection search like Geneviève mentioned, or you can go to Lax Flickr page. There, you will find an album of images called Treasures Revealed. We will update that album with each episode, giving you a chance to view the treasures that we will be highlighting. We will also add a link to the Flickr album in the Related Links section on the episode page for this podcast. Thank you for being with us. I'm Théo Martin, your host. You've been listening to Discover Library and Archives Canada, where Canadian history, literature, and culture await you. A special thank you to our guest today, Geneviève Morin. Special thanks also to Isabelle Larocque and Sandra Nichols for their contributions to this episode. Treasures Revealed Theme Song provided by Blue Dot Sessions. This episode was produced and engineered by David Knox. If you like this episode, you're invited to subscribe to the podcast. You can do it through the RSS feed located on our website, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you get your podcasts. If you're interested in listening to the French equivalent of our podcast, you can find French language versions of all our episodes on our website. Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Simply search for Découvrez Bibliothèque et Archives Canada. For more information on our podcasts, or if you have questions, comments, or suggestions, please visit us at bac-lac.gc.ca slash podcasts.